catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. We have completely muffed the intro on our first ever live session. Oh, but uh, I don't know what the people out there could hear. Could they? Mitch has played the, no, the NBA go- intro. So were they here in AFL or was nah, it just I think an they were absolute here in shit AFL, show? But uh, I think the audio podcast is going to be shambles. But welcome, guys, to the first ever live. Are we live? Can uh, people actually see us? I yeah, don't well, even give know. Us, give us some thumbs some, up. Somebody in, in the-, the comments, let us know if you can actually see us. Is this yeah. thing actually working? Are, are we on? Let's go. Uh, we are, we're we talking to you guys live on a Friday afternoon. We've got some, uh, got some Friday... Uh, We've got some constables out. Um, got told by Mr. Holt Smith. Yes, okay. We've got some comments coming through. But we're talking all sorts of things in the AFL fantasy community. Oh my Lots of news to talk about here today, Luke. Um, hey, Dead said, I, I raced home from work to, to come and do this. I quickly sit down to drop the kids off at the pool. And now I'm finding out that constable's going to screw us. Yeah, well, it what was... What the hell's going on? There was a bit of panic uh, last night with the teams dropping. And uh, he was named on the extended bench. Yep. And uh, some people were nervous, but we sort of thought, oh, yeah, no, he's, he played pretty well last week. He played better last week mm. than he did week one. We always knew it was going to be a thing, but didn't we? We always knew it was when those guys play. came back. We, I hope, didn't think it was this short term. Yeah, we hoped for a month, um, but it's, it looks like we're not going to get quite that long. Um, Troy W. confirms that we are on. We <laughs> so actually we are. We are actually talking to people right now. <laughs> okay. um, but yes, so it looks like if I just have a look at the teams now, I look, literally we hit Is record just, just at four o'clock. Oh my God, it's all happening. And um, it looks like, yes, Charlie Constable has been omitted. Will Powell is in. Jai Farah is back in. And also Bodie Uland, who we did know was out as well. So... I think, is he in the emergencies? Yeah, so that's, this is the tough thing as well with the Charlie Constable situation. He is named emergency. Um, they used Sexton as the sub last week. Yep. It's so risky because if you've got someone like a Wilmot on your bench and you've got the emergency on him, oh, so you're talking- you don't want to rely on Constable being... Out in case he's the sub. In case then, he's the sub, because yeah. then you won't get to use the emergency score. So, yeah. Um, the other thing we've got to check here is a, a Chesser as well, and it looks like he has held his spot. Is what I'm looking at here. Uh, yes. So Chesser is, na- is is held his okay. spot. So he's still in the team at the moment. So there's no confirmed red dots. So if you had a Wilmot on your bench last night with the emergency on him, it's a very nervous wait to yeah. use him as your. Um, Use him as your as your emergency and your is. loophole to get him on, and of course because they play the Sunday, and you might have someone like a Lockie Cowan playing the Saturday night. Yep. 
you're going to want to make that decision before that. You're not going to know whether it's going to be the sub or not. Right. So it's it's a very tough decision here, it's and rightfully so. A lot of people are panicking. Um, yeah, we'll talk in more depth. I think when we talk to trades later, yes. what we what we do in that regard. But so we'll uh, definitely get stuck into that. We but, want to uh, chat a little bit about about last night. And yeah. Bevo was in fine form. He was doing. He seems to be doing something different every week, doesn't he? So <laughs> he does. Yeah, makes it bloody hard for us fantasy coaches to keep up. The doggies look good last night, and and we'll talk about reasons why that's actually no good for us in terms of Bailey Smith owners because yeah, Bailey Smith, I think, had, he had one yeah. CBA. He one. saved his score to a well, safety score was like a seventy. 70. He had, yeah. We had 30 in the last quarter and actually played well. Yeah, which they, means, they did well. Um, does that mean he stays in that role? Yeah, it's it's not good. It's yeah. it's definitely not good. I think, um, you know, I was in the camp of, and I, a few people asked me, and I know some people are angry in the comments right now. But <laughs> Are they blowing up? Uh, I don't think so. But Come uh, for Mitch's head, guys. Get at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think there's a few angry people out there. I'm angry myself. I'm not happy with the performance. 71 points from a guy Mate, who you a fo- lot of us you had forced me M1. to start with him, you prick. I, you know, <laughs> I think at one point you had him at M3 on those, that rolling 22. Yeah, so okay, okay. We were both on board. You're supporting the mullet, so... Um, yeah, I was. So I was. Look, for your M1, it's not what you want. Um, one CBA, I think that's the more concerning thing. Like, say he was in there the whole time. He's getting 60% CBAs. Like the role. Yeah. The role was there, and he got 71. I'm less panicking. But watching him, watching the way that the Bulldogs play, clearly Trelaw went in there to be a bit more of that defensive-minded yeah. guy. Um, Bont and Libra are the, are the mainstays in there. Yeah, and then but he McRae. McRae's probably going to still be in there more. How about those people who traded McRae? Yeah, well, did, was that the right move? Do you think it's so it's, hard to I tell? Mean, yeah, and that's the thing is like it, with all the with all the information that those people had at hand at that point, I think I would have done the same thing. Do you know? I what was I, mean? I was an advocate. I tweeted this out the day of that. If it's a move that gets you to uh, near must have in like a setter field, and the, on the other side of it, it allows you to do a, to do an upgrade and and maybe get out of this Campbell Chester. Sorry, um, this constable situation or gets you an upgrade on the other side where you can get in maybe two, like a Zeeble and a, a set of field or it fixes out something else on the ground that I'm all for it. I wasn't for it when, um, if it was something that you did that kept cash in the bank. Yeah. Um, so I hope I made myself clear with that part. But I think it's hard with these trades. You never judge them after one week. Um, yeah, you got to yeah, let it play out. you got to let it play out. And it's also, you know, you scored 110. CBAs were still down compared to what you wanted them to be. You know, a lot of people were picking him in the preseason with the hope that he returns that 70-plus CBA role. Yeah. I don't think that that's happening, especially if there is a healthy Adam Trelaw in the side. Um, so I still think that it's not disasters if you trade him. I wouldn't be stressing out too much. 110, look, it's a decent score, but it's not It's not a Rory Laird 140 on your head if you traded him out the week before. So yeah, if you traded him, I wouldn't panic too much. Just cross your fingers that those mid pros you brought in um, do go well. So yeah. we're taking we're taking dunks VC. What are we doing? I am yeah, uh, one sixteen. I think, I think it, it went up. Yeah, it was one fourteen. Did you see Bont went down? Yeah, Bont went down and Bailey Smith went down. <laughs> Did too. he? Yeah, they both uh, lost. I think Bont lost three. Baz lost two. What uh, it, and dunks. what is Bont? Didn't he have like a fifty point first quarter? Yeah, oh yeah, like forty three or something oh, like that. He was on seventy five at half time. Um, finished on ninety four. So had nineteen points in the second half. So. He's yet to ton up, but look, he He's still a- looks like a gun. Look, 90s, it's not ideal, but you paid 100 for him. It, but it kills us when 
blokes out there own Brayshaw, yeah, uh, Oliver, Laird, and you're getting 90s consistently, and they're getting 130s. Yeah, I think I think Bonts, Bonts, and I said this from the start, Bonts the safest in the midfield. I think in terms of his oh, role. Oh, in terms of their role, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think you take Dunks VC. Uh, I was very happy to see that. I think. Uh, Sharkers was was hoping that we'd be talking about a one thirty eight tonight today, but one sixteen we'll have to we'll have to settle for. We'll it's, it's the best captain score I've had so far this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm pretty happy to lock that away, and it makes me a little bit less nervous going up against uh, you know those Olivers and Lairds out there, uh, especially when I had a Jack Steele that I had to trade down. Mm. Um, if you were doing that kind of an option, I think that if you have that kind of a captain score, it makes that kind of a move feel a bit better. In my opinion, so yeah, I feel you. I feel you. If if we just go back to Bailey Smith real quick, yeah, yeah. What are we? You love what talking we, about him. Yeah. No, <laughs> now uh, you want to talk about trading him? Yeah. <laughs> well, are we trading him? What are your thoughts initially? I go. We've only had one game. There's plenty of bullets still to come. Probably, you know, with yeah. the constable bullet today. People people will be in different situations. So yeah. if you've got other things that you think are, are urgent fix ups, like uh, you know, really failed mid prices, that might come into priority. But I think people are starting to settle their teams in terms of those mid prices. So next week. He very much could be on the chopping block, especially. I know he's probably going to drop twenty a little bit more, perhaps. Uh, I think based numbers. on the price projector that but I had, still... here, he was going to drop down to eight hundred and eighty-eight thousand. Okay, so um, but he's still around that mark where you could do a, a little downgrade somewhere and then pop him up to yep. one of the the Uber premiums as well. So I think if it looks like that role might stick, which I mean the Bulldogs won, I think, then I there's think... the potential to try and trade away from him and, and go up to somebody more solid. I'm I'm in the camp that if Disaster doesn't pain you. Yeah, like I know it sucks. He's been our boy. I've been championing him. I called him the British Shore of of this season. It doesn't look like that's happening. Um, You know, there were signs there, and obviously we we expected a different role. It was there week one. Halfway through last game, it changed, and obviously this last game, it changed even for the worse. Um, So I think that we only can go off what we know, and I think next week is probably. It's getting close to the last chance that you have to trade out premiums like that before we get into upgrade, upgrade season. season. So yeah. I'm very keen to move off him. If I can, I'd love to go up to one of those guys. There's sort of like a big three, like a Laird, Brayshaw, and an Oliver. Yep. Which are sort of like your lockaway captains every week. Yep. Um, I'm also watching a character like Josh Kelly on the weekend, see how he comes back after his concussion. I know you traded him out, but he's going to be at a very similar price to a... Um, uh, to someone like a Bailey Smith. Yeah. Uh, Took Miller is another one I'm watching as well. Yep. Slower start. He will be uh, maybe a little bit Just more a little bit of more. A, a step up, but maybe not quite as high as Million Dollar Men. But yeah. if we have the opportunity, I will be trying my best to trade a Bailey Smith next week. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll get a video of Mitch when he presses that trade button. He's probably going to be in tears. <laughs> It'll be so sad. But uh, unfortunately, you've got to admit when you're wrong, and uh, it looks like... Very, very well done of you, mate. That's yeah, very I'll big just be of you. the bigger man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry if I brought you on the Bailey Smith experience. So far, he's... Look, as, you know, we didn't we didn't trade up a million dollars for him. You know, it's yeah. not as bad as a Rory Laird going 50 on him round one, but it is obviously not ideal either. He will probably get DPP if this keeps up, though. He will. you got to stop talking about it. What, are, what right, else have we got to talk let's about? Let's move on. All right, let's go on to talk about our trade targets. Hurt. So, um... Few different things we're going to cover today, really quickly. I think very obviously, but if you guys do not have the big five rookies, yep. um, particularly the big four, Harry Sheasel, Ruben Jinby, Will Ashcroft, Cam McKenzie, and Kate Chandler is the fifth guy. Yep. I think they're your number one priority still. Yep. It's not too late to jump on them. By no means they're still going to go up a whole bunch of cash, but I think they are still your must-have guys. And then we're going to get to the mid prices. 
So the mid prices have been the talk of the week on a lot of podcasts, a lot of things. Yep. Uh, obviously, two most traded in players are Will Setterfield and Jack Siebel. Uh, very similar reason, to the trades that I'm looking at doing this week. But in terms of priority, I'm going to be ranking them number one still Will Setterfield. Yep. Uh, most confident with his role, his security. I think he's just looked amazing so far. I'm very happy to lock him as my number one. Will Day was number three on my list, but he's actually moved up number two now with the Charlie Constable news. So yeah. I think back-to-back 90s... If you don't have Day and you have Constable and you've got to sort that I situation. Think, I think if you, don't have Const- if, you, if you don't have Day and you've got Constable, if you can get him up to a Day, yeah. that's a perfect trade. And yeah. I think I would definitely tick that off. Uh, number three, who was my number two, is Jack Zebel. Um, I was a bit unsure in the podcast we did earlier in the week. I've done some more research on Jack Siebel and what I expect him to do moving forward. And um, I think that I looked at his numbers in 2021 when he had a similar role. Yeah. He averaged 100 for the season, but a lot of those numbers were boosted by early season numbers without a Aaron Hall in the side. Like that's when he had his like junk time special 170. What do we think? Do you think if Hall comes back or is Hall is Hall back? I don't think. Uh, last I checked, I don't think Hall was. So back. do do we think that? Hall gets played in the role that Zebel's being played in at the moment? No, I don't think so. I think um, Sheezel is playing the Aaron Hall role right yeah. now. He's playing the guy that's got completely no responsibility. And let's be real. I mean, Aaron Hall comes in, he'll be gone in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, he'll do a hammy or something like that. So there's <laughs> it's, every chance he'll have a hammy in the VFL this weekend. Death taxes so, and Aaron Hall to be injured, I think. Yeah, so look, and he hasn't come in this weekend, which is which is good. And I think that a lot of North fans have said they don't really want to see him in that side. Um, so I think... Yeah, they're on, onwards it, and upwards. Yeah, I think it would take a dramatic fall off in what they're doing or an injury somewhere for that to happen. So yeah. I think Jack Siebel is safe. He's probably not going to average the 100 that he did that year, but... If we just compare the roles, so say he's got the role that he had when Hall was in the side. After Aaron Hall came into the side in 2021, he averaged 92.5 in 2021. So I'd expect that he's at least a 90 averaging guy from here. Yeah, and I mean, on on that line that, we, that we're that we expecting him to go to or on the line that he, he's on now, that's still That's close a enough to pick. a top six yeah. kind of a level. It's sort yeah. of top eight to ten in yeah, those positions. Fine. And the fact that he will definitely gain DPP in round six is super handy. It's frustrating that he doesn't have it now. Yeah, man, we could do with that defender. Stats, we absolutely we? could. Yeah. But I think um, he is my number three. Number four, I have James Warple. And number five, I have Liam Stocker. Glossed over Warple there, mate. We've done all that Warple bashing yeah, in the preseason. Yeah, just just <laughs> hiding one. Yeah. We're happy to turn around. Look, Warple, Warple's still good. There are concerns. Yeah. Will Day took over, uh, went past him in the CBAs last week. Yeah, and his scoring still fluctuates even within games. I think he's still valid to be fourth on that mid price target. He's still just so cheap, though. Yeah, he is. But, yeah, but so. you have he'll have a 40 point quarter and then he'll go and have a seven point yeah. quarter and you're like, hang on. He's still only priced at 62. So yeah. he goes 80 still from here. It's still nearly yeah. 20 points of upside. Yeah. So I think he's still a valid option. And Liam Stocker is maybe someone that we should spend a bit more time the wolf. talking about because the, the stockbroker, yeah, stockbroker, the wolf of Wall Street, um, as a potential option for people to jump on, you know, if they've got a constable issue. Yeah, um, I was keen on him at the start of the week. I still think that there is a scenario that he could be a great play. I'm less excited about it the more I've thought about it. Um, since that podcast. Well, if you, if you have the opportunity to bring in Setterfield and Zebel, which I think you do this week, then yeah. that stocker option becomes a less exciting option. Yeah, so I've the option that I think many teams will have, so say you've gone already a Jack McRae down yeah. to, say, a Setterfield type yeah. or yeah. a Steel down, like yeah. I've done this week, you've got a fair bit of cash. Um, for me, I already have a Will Day. 
It's the cash is still at that awkward range though that if I put that cash on a constable's head, it doesn't get me anywhere that I'm super happy with. I think the best player that I can get to would be someone like Andy McGrath, who does have a good matchup this week, but we've all kind of been a bit um, underwhelmed with McGrath's yeah. scoring so far, and I don't think he's a top six or a top ten in, in that line. And if you've got that much cash and you're going up, you want to go up to something that you're just locking away for the season. I, I and you're think just so. Really good about es- it, I think. Especially like a constable, he's he's got a break even of two. So, look, let's say he is the sub. Yep. And he does come on. There's every chance that he still makes more cash. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, maybe your options next week when you've got, you know, a fresh set of data and stuff like that that you could move him on. So, at the moment, and, and every team's going to be a little bit different, I think there is definitely a play to hold him and just move a rookie onto the field, which I think is where I'm leaning. And I'm still probably prioritizing getting in a Zeeble, getting in a. Uh, someone like a centre field, and just trying to hold down the defensive line at least for another week or two yeah. until those DPPs come in. But it's a very tricky situation. I think a lot of teams will be very different. Yeah. Um, well, let's say let's say there's a team with they've, they've already got centre field, they've already got Zeeble. Do they just try and find find a little bit of cash? They go um, Constable to Stocker and just call it a day there, do you think? or um, That could be the play. Could that be, could be the play. Yeah, if you have I no other fix-ups. If you've got no other fix-ups, I think it's definitely an upgrade. I... There is a world that Stocker comes out and stinks. Yeah. He, he's sort of like their third distributor behind a Sinclair, behind uh, uh, Wanganine uh, Manira. Uh, <laughs> Wanganine Mahuna? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he's done well in terms of his tackles the last couple of games. He has been getting their marks. They have yeah. played well. So there's a risk that he falls away when they maybe are beaten or something like that. But they do have... Um, who have they got this week? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, they've got Essendon. So, look, tougher matchup than maybe they've had the last couple of weeks, but still, you know, not the hardest of matchups. So, I think there's... I'm 50-50 on that call. I'd be trying to get maybe a rookie up, maybe a a Campbell Chesser up, if you could. Yeah. But it is maybe a move that you could do. Other options, if you don't want to pay up that much, is maybe someone like a... um, Who's the Eagles guy that I've got there? Cole. No, I'm thinking of someone else. (laughs) So, I think someone put that in the comments. Uh, like a Hunt. Call from the Eagles. Like yeah. a Jaden Hunt is actually cheaper than someone like a Constable. You make 12K by his, doing that kind of a trade. His brother Mike is, is not a bad player as well. Oh, don't be careful, mate. We're live. <laughs> we, can't, we can't put the explicit tag on Mike, this podcast. Jaden Hunt's brother. Oh, careful. Careful. <laughs> you bloody ox longs, you. Uh, but I think uh, he could be an option. I just, I just worry with all these options. If we cast our minds back 12 months ago to a player called Jake Bowie, and a lot of us got stuck Do we have to cast him with, a, with a player like that. And, you know, we have forced trades over the next few weeks and it's hard to get those kind of players out if they don't work. Um, it's just... And, and there's no guarantee that they, you know, outscore someone like a Lockie Cowan by 30, 40 points. Yeah. Where you could maybe make that up on the other end um, by getting an Azebel over someone like you know, a Tom Powell or, or over someone like a Jason Horn Francis, for example. Like, I expect there to still be maybe a 20-point difference between those players. You're getting closer to that top six mark, either in forward or defense. Yeah. Um, and you're just crossing your fingers that someone like a Cowan can go 50 this week. Well, we um, kind of alluded to that off-air just before we were talking about the fact that we might likely hold... Um, 
Constable this week and, and play that rookie with the foresight that, like you said, we're hoping that a guy like Zeeble swings back, um, Sheasel yep. is going to get defender status. So it might be a couple of weeks of pain it's there. It's just that, those, that stretch to round yeah. six when the DPPs come in. And it's, uh, uh, how much pain can you endure um, knowing that, that you're going to swing a couple of guys that way? So. Yes, yes. It's um, Look, it's, it's a very tough question. I think like the other thing that is another wrinkle in this is if you had a Wilmot on your bench and you had the emergency on him, I'd be really nervous trying to wait for that emergency. Yeah, that sucks. And um, I'd still probably be trying to move like a Cowan, for example, onto your field instead of relying and crossing your fingers that he's not the sub come Sunday because there's every chance that he is Yeah. and he gets subbed in three-quarter times. You don't get that emergency score. You get what he reproduces in one quarter, which chances are it's less than a 20-point game. I think that I'd, in that instance, I'd still be trying to use either use a trade or put Lockie Cowan on there because at least Lockie Cowan's going to get at least three quarters, even if he is subbed out, he'll get three quarters compared to Constable's yeah. one. So tricky, tricky situations, but um, yeah, that's sort of what I'm thinking about there. So we've got a couple of uh, premium targets as well to quickly talk about as well. So Yeah, so this is sort of like, say you've got a Jack Steele scenario yep. and you wanted to move him up instead of down, which yep. is definitely a play. I've sort of just ranked a few guys that I think here are the number one priorities. Number one... I've got Nick Dacos there. I think he plays obviously tonight. He's a captain option. We'll go through some big boys later. Uh, he will He's make not, an appearance. Surely the Tigers aren't going to a tag. No, I don't think they're going to tag him, at least not aggressively. I think they've talked about the system trying to stop them. And based on what we've seen last week, the system won't do well at that. No, Christ. <laughs> um, so I think he's still number one option in terms of premiums. Yep. He looks like he could even, you know, challenge... Dare I say, at the Doherty for a D one position, if he if it keeps going the way he he does, so he's definitely underpriced. I personally would still be trying to chase those mid price guys because they're more underpriced. Yeah. Like he's probably five to ten unders of what he'll average. Yep. Whereas those other guys are like fifteen twenty. Yeah, this is a scenario where you you had steel, but you've already got Setterfield, you've already got yeah uh, Warpool. That's what I would day. be doing. Um, you could go up. Take us. You got Errol Goulden on the list, mate. I've got Errol Goulden because some people don't have him out there. Why? Um, I don't know. We told I mean, everyone to get him. Maybe not the people listening live right worst, now. But worst kept secret, wasn't it? I think, uh, yeah, Errol Goulden. Uh, there's a lot of sides, but I think we've seen the role so far in these first couple of rounds. Um, yep. Last week, they all kind of shared the love against the Hawthorns, so I think he could have scored better if it was a more heated game, but I think he is definitely still someone I'm looking at. Yep. Darcy Cameron, the goggles. Well, the goggles. The, He's out. Yeah. He's, uh, I think he's out for over a month, I think the word is. What so, was it? He had some sort of like obscure illness or something, didn't he? A rib injury, I want to say. Was it something that he sustained in the game or was it... Yeah, I don't remember exactly it what it was, party? but uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who knows with that guy? Um, I wonder but, if he wears his goggles to the clubs. <laughs> just make sure everyone in Melbourne knows who he just is. Just in case right? he goes to the champagne showers Yeah, or true, true. Yeah. It's like the, the ski goggles. Yeah, the yeah, the, the, the championship celebration. Seven but, foot tall and wearing goggles. Yeah. That's Mason Cox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll stand out. Uh, but I think Darcy Cameron, if you've got like a Max Gorn issue, I think you can make cash still by going Gorn down to him. Yep. I think I'd be tempted to do that and use that cash to sort of fix something else. So he's high on that list. If you right, want to go to the big dogs and you want to get a captain option for Steel, was that for you? The ball boys, big boys. I'd be trying to get Royal Laird in first. He's already lost... 60- he's cheaper than Clary at the moment, he's isn't he? He's cheaper than Clary. He's lost 66000 from his starting price. Yep. He's obviously come back and had that big score last week. He might still lose a little bit of cash, but not a whole lot. So I'd be happy jumping on him. And then I've got Clary Oliver after that. Um, and then I've got a couple of value guys. LDU, Josh Kelly, and Tom Green. All that kind of discounted 
price where I think they're going to be hundred. LDU, Josh Kelly, Tom Green? Yes. I'm still doing Some it Some people that. will go LDU, Tom Green, Josh Kelly, maybe. Kelly's a tough one because obviously he's coming back from yeah. concussion. He looked um, good. How good did that role look before he went It looked really, really juicy. Role. And we were keen on him in the preseason. Yeah. Um, it is a tough one to it launch into. It actually pains me that he's still not on my team, mate. Yeah. Uh, I'll pull one out for you, mate. But I still think LDU, despite the tag that he's probably going to get this week, a lot of people won't go there because of that reason, which yeah. will keep him unique. It is a risky play, but I think long-term for the season, he's still going to be that 105, 106-plus averaging player. So I think it's worth it in the end. And then lastly, I've got Andrew Brayshaw. I just think that if you're paying that much for a player, I'd rather just go to those other two guys who are a bit more, you know, they can't really be tagged out of the game. Led and Clary, that is. Yeah, Led and Clary. So I'd probably just be going him last. All right. Beautiful. We'll get some trade-out targets. Players who are trading out. So obviously injured premiums, number one. You got to go on steel. Got to go. Failed mid-prices. So, I guess in this list here, we've, we've talked about in the run sheet. I haven't put a constable in here. Yeah. Where do you think... So, you've got like your Tanner Brune. Yep. Um, you know, your Tom Powers, Jason Horn Francis. Where would you put constable on that list? The only issue with constable is he doesn't have much money on his head. Yeah, um, and it's, uh, it's hard to... I guess he is a failed mid-pricer, isn't he? Because he's, he's not playing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it's, it's not like we've got a... a uh, rookie that's been named that we think is going to pop to go down to him, yeah. so you can't really Defense. make cash. Um, I, what do we, do we think? Do we think it's the the one week thing, or do we think it's the old like, sorry, bro, you're you're gone? Well, Farah's the one, right? So he was dropped last week. Yeah, so he's back in, and he's back in. So there's every chance that next week Constable's back in, Farah's out. Who do Gold Coast play this week? They play. Let me double check. I think it's Geelong. So it's a it's another tough matchup. Every chance yeah. they lose again. Um, well, they, I mean, but keep... losing is good for in terms of yeah, maybe and possible. they they move something. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Around again. Yeah. So in my eyes, I would let the upgrade dictate what you do in terms of... Like if, if, oh, okay, where you can go. If Jason Horn Francis gets you that extra bit of cash on his head, gets you to someone better, do that. that I'm still in favor of trading out him, even though he's yeah. playing this week, then a constable... Because I think we're still early enough in the season that you want to get on these guys that are your ticket to, you know, getting them as cheap as they're going to be. Yeah. Um, rather, because look, really, Constable, we started him as like an overpriced rookie. Yeah, we did. So yeah. if a rookie gets dropped, it was an experiment. It's not. It's not always a forced trade. So I'm yeah. kind of viewing that the same way with a constable. Yeah, so, I think that's a fair enough call. So I'd be, you know, in terms of priority trade out, I'd be trading out a Tanner Brune. Yeah. I'd be trying to trade out those poor R2 if you started with a Lyset, yeah. if you started with a Draper, I think they're priority trades as well. Um, Tommy Powell. Yeah, you know, Tommy Powell yeah. doesn't have the role. Jason Horn Francis um, are probably all priorities for me. Horn then Francis you've got, or Sheed first? Uh, Horn Francis. Yeah, yeah Horn Francis. Uh, Sheed has the role, he and does. I trust his scoring consistency more. Yeah. We obviously seen that Horn Francis has got a lower floor, so yeah. I think he's the guy that can burn you yeah. more easily. Um I'd probably then trade out Constable before a Dom Sheed though. Because at least Sheed I'm 
Yeah, the role's still his... there. He, he could come out and pop a 110 and it wouldn't be a surprise because he he's around the ball. It would just take a few things to go his way. So I yes. agree with that. Yeah, I still think if you... Again, I, if it gets someone like Setterfield, it, it might be still worth it. Yeah. But she's the kind of guy that maybe you go and move a constable over him. But I think all those other guys we named before, I'd probably move on still before a constable and just play that rookie on, on ground. Yep. Um, especially if you are coming down from a big dog like a McRae or a Steel. Hopefully that gave you the cash to get a rookie up to another mid-pricer. Rather so it kind of, it, it almost feels like you've got the same amount of rookies on field than you would have anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like you're taking a step back and having more rookies on the ground. So hopefully that's the case. And uh, the last kind of things that we're sort of moving on are poor rookies. So Campbell Chesser, I think obviously you're likely holding on him. Yeah. You know, those Noah Long and Cowan types. So I think those guys are sweet. Let's maybe move on to... Uh, to this little uh, category down the bottom here. Oh, we've got the ball boys, big boys. All right, let's... Uh, Wait, let's... Let, me, let me see if I can get this, <laughs> okay. this graphic thing happening. Okay, right. I've got to click here, and then I think I've got a bloody... All right, let's move on to it. Okay. We're shopping this live here. Are you uh, ready? Yeah, here we go. Three, two, one. Is it going to work? Hey. <laughs> and the, uh, the graphic is there as well, so... Captain options, mate. I uh, just want to gloat a little bit I wonder first. if people actually saw that. Did that actually work? I'm not even sure. Let's <laughs> have, to, have to rewatch this back, but we'll see how we go. But uh, the big boys, they went pretty well last week, mate. Well, talk to us about how well the big boys went. Didn't you have... Two players out of my 10 didn't turn up. One of them was a Dunkley who got 97, so he's pretty close. Doherty yeah. was the other one, which I actively... Uh, oh, yeah, we're on there. Uh, uh Lockie was the other one who I actively tweeted out before saying I thought there was better options. Yeah. Um, I think our top five averaged like 122. So, mate, you know. Mitch and his big boys. Pumping up <laughs> Mitch, the tires. Mitch loves his big boys. We're pro- <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate. Um, we're all primed, ready for a big crash this week. It's, oh, it's, don't say the that. Table no. is set, so. We're on the up and up, mate. Who uh, have we got this week? Talk number one. He's had two weeks at number two. Clayton Oliver is the number one. Clary. I think uh, against Sydney, he's uh, the highest averaging player. So I'm, um, you know, taking the low hanging fruit here. But yep. if you've got him in your side, I think he's your fallback option. Number two, Rory Laird against Port Adelaide. It Did is you, Port. Is that why you didn't go Laird? One? That's why he's not number one. Okay. Um, I I probably would have tried to get him lower down, but a lot this week there's a lot of captains that I haven't. Really gone, yes, that's like, let's lock that in. Bit of showdown action for Laird. I think he's going to bring it. Showdown. So, he's got his legs back a little bit more. Um, Check the weather. It's not too hot down (laughs) Laddelaide. Check the weather. (laughs) uh, Hopefully, he's good. Sorry, Number three, I've got Andrew Brayshaw. The matchup you would think is nice, but last year, he versed him twice, got tagged twice. Oh, really? Who Um, Who tagged him last? I can't remember remember the name of the player that was tagging him. West Coast is normally the buffet. They normally feast, but... Uh, you know, last week, you know, player like Colts got off to a flyer, only finished yeah. on 105. Um, Jinby ran next to a Tom Green most of the game, so they might do something similar to a Brayshaw this this week. Yeah. Um, so, got him down a little bit, even behind someone like a Roulette against a tough matchup in Port, but he's still good. Timmy T against Collingwood. Collingwood are typically a great matchup for middies. Typically. So do we, This how? year, though, they've actually been very restricted the first two games. I think, uh, was I watching... I might have been watching on the couch or something, and and um, there was a stat suggesting that Collingwood have like really tidied up their clearance work yeah. in terms of their ranking in the AFL. How do you think that the Hopper and also um, um, oh, Short is out? out. Yeah, how do, you, out. how do you feel that it that has impacts to help Timmy him. T? You think it helps him? It yeah. has to help him. Like he's he's probably going to see high time on ground. 
He's, he's going to be in every centre bounce when he's in there. Like, I don't we think need, he's going to be resting. Eskimo. Yeah, it's swarming up in here. Um, but I think it, it can only help. I think I'm not trying to put too much stock into the restrictive pies so far this season. It's with two game sample size. Yeah, yeah. So I still think that it, they're not going to tag. Yeah. Timmy Taranto is just a gun player. So I think I've still got him high on my list. Okay. And a lot of people will have him. Number five, Tuke Miller against Geelong. He's had a few big games against Geelong in the past. I think... You know, first couple of games after interrupted preseason, he's been getting his legs still it's ticking the, over 100. Up on the GC, I think. It's on it the Gold well. Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So humid. Yeah, 0-2. The team needs a big win um, yeah. from him. So I think he's the kind of guy that will lift. Yep, good call. So I think he's going to go big. This is where I had some of the guys from last night. I had Tim English over Josh Dunkley. Obviously, a little bit of a difference there, but yep. that's where I had Josh Dunkley. So Josh Dunkley was the guy, the highest player I had on that team outside of Tim Taranto. So he was yeah. my VC. I think he did well for um, So glad he got it done. This is where I've got Nick Dacos now at number eight. Um, Nicky Dacos so is on the, the ball boys, big boys. First first appearance, yeah, yeah against Richmond. Well-earned appearance. I think so. I think we're just going to let him run free. We're not going to be trying to stop him too much. And yeah. with all the outs we have, it could... I don't want to say the B word, but it could be a bit of a bloodbath tonight. Um, could get messy, couldn't... Yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully for our sake, Richmond put up at least a decent amount of a fight. There, if I have a few more beers, there might be some very violent tweets going around <laughs> if the Tigers are getting <laughs> yeah. rolled tonight. So just stay tuned on that Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned on Twitter. See if, uh, you know, you encourage more kids to go out there and uh, get on the bags. I don't... <laughs> no... Hey, I, I'm kidding, man. The, I'm kids, kidding. the kids aren't on Twitter. There's no chance. That's <laughs> all good. No, I know you weren't encouraging that. But uh, I was let's. Gonna, uh, I was going to say something bad. But no, <laughs> I'll get in trouble. He probably he probably is better. Bailey Smith talking about there. Number nine, Sam Doherty. <laughs> the Giants have been actually pretty tough for defenders to score against so far this year. Don't tell me so, that. So um, Sam Doherty, whilst he is obviously the best out there, I think I'd probably still edge Dacos in a more friendly matchup over him. Yep. And then number ten. Obviously, the last guy played last night, Bonson Pelly, who looks like it was going to be a, a great Mate, pick, that but, was going to be a masterstroke. But obviously, you know, faded towards the end. When, there, so. when do you, just out of interest, if he just continues on doing his 95 thing, where does that leave you with him? He's probably going to be the guy that you have to you have to hold to the buys because we're getting yeah. very close to upgrade season. And when, as soon as it's upgrade season, you're not trading players like that out because it's it's a race. Like, And after, after we start upgrading, yeah. and if you do any sideways moves... Yeah. You're going to fall one and trade behind to, the rest of the pack. So. If you're looking to trade out a guy who, on his week, could potentially go 140, yeah. that's... Yeah. yeah. yeah it's not look, possible. his floor has been 90 so far. For a premium that you paid 100 for, it's, look, it's frustrating, but it's, in reality, it's not the worst. So, yeah. we've got to keep a little bit of perspective there on Bont. Who, but was, that is, uh, who was stiff to miss this week? Uh, stiff to miss. Josh Kelly, I think, has a friendly matchup. But, again, coming back from concussion, I wouldn't go there straight away. Um, LDU worried about the McGuinness tag so I probably wouldn't do that one yep. um, couple of mid prices set of fielding green I'm just not confident enough yet that they're going to be captain materials I think most teams should have someone better um, uh, Ron Marshall is a guy that I've been asked about against Sam Draper I'm just a little worried that we watched last week Wits you know, scrape his way to an 84. Yeah, but Wits is, Wits is a big cumbersome bloke and Draper ran him up and down the ground. That like, was... Yeah, Rowan he tied Marshall's him out. Not, Rowan Marshall's more Rowan Marshall run Draper will fare better, I think. I think it's but still I still think it's it's enough for me not to want to put the C on him. He might be a good VC option. Yeah, okay. They play Saturday night. I just I just think most teams would have something better that I'd feel more confident in. Yeah. Um, just based on what I saw last week. Uh, but he could he could go big. So I don't hate it. He might be there at number eleven. So 
Yeah, there's a few options there. So obviously the we're taking we're taking boys. the Dunkleys, but yep. um, you know, if you if you went someone else or, or have someone else coming up, those are those are your ball boys, big boys. Right, and the big boys have been on in the last couple of weeks. So listen to Mitch, guys. Yeah, well, he knows what he's talking yeah, I'm about. I'm setting the table up for a big, big what's, crash. And what's your here. ranking at the minute? What are you? Where are you? Oh, at, at the minute, oh, I've had a few players play last night. I'm, I'm at 1783, but obviously I had Bailey Smith and Bont play last night, who were somewhat unique. So not really. You know, gle- leaning in too much to that credibility. Should we? Uh, should, should we take some questions? Yeah. Do we get any questions on Twitter? I mean, we got some uh, in the live. Let's, chat let's here. hit we, the live chat. Let's let's reward the people questions. that are here live. We'll scroll and, back uh, to the top. Here, it's real tech boffins work at work. Yeah, here. Okay. So we've got you anything you like. Let's go. Let's go. Maybe Thomas here. We talked about this earlier, but Jaden Hunt or play an extra rook on field. I'm taking Jaden Hunt just so I can talk about his brother Mike. <laughs> oh, jeez, you're all about the content, aren't you? Uh, but um, look. I it depends on the opportunity cost. Of yeah, yeah. What what are you going to get from you know like the trade that the, you the would trade have that you made? Didn't do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. What if, do you think? If for example you didn't have much money to do much else with the trade, then go Jaden Hunt. I yep. think he'll score better than Cowan. Um, his break even's decent with that eighty they scored last week. Yeah, could go well. If you have a bit of money in, in the bank and you can you know, do something with that, then I would just play the rookie on field. Um, for, for my trades, for example, I think I'm still going to get someone like a Zeeble in for one of my Ford rookies and uh, just play Cowan on field. So that's what I'm doing. And that's what kind of Sean was alluding here. He asked, is there a world where you keep uh, Constable? And we kind of alluded to that as well. If you feel confident that... I'm that, comfortable doing it, I think. Yeah, and your trades that, that you're making this week are, are really great trades for your, your um, cash generation yeah. and everything. Then you might feel comfortable fielding either one of Cowan or Chester if you already had yeah. Wilmot last yeah. night. Yeah, Don't get me wrong, it's going to be a nervous watch watching Lockie <coughs> Cowan um, in terms of his scoring. What do you think is par for the course then if, when you, when you do make that decision? What are you hoping I'm for? I'm hoping for a 50. Um, yeah. He's given us a 35 and a 40 so far. So f- Last game we did get subbed. So is 40 a pass, 50's good and 60's great? Like 60 that- you're pretty stoked with. Yeah. Um, yeah. 50 okay. you're hoping for. 40's not ideal, but it's not disaster still because I think a lot of people are... Um, yeah, a lot of people are in the same boat. <laughs> a few people in there getting into Bailey Smith. Don't get <laughs> yeah. into Bailey Smith, guys. Get into Mitch. Yeah, get into me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm oh, sorry, guys. I'll wear that one. What's, what is the go with this bloke? Headbutting blokes on the bag publicly last year, and he's scoring well. And then he goes he goes all natural. Yeah, my body's cleanse, a temple. Body's a temple, Dalai Lama type stuff. And 71. Yeah. That... That did stinks. It, I actually want to check and see if he if he, did he even have a seventy one all last year. I think that might be his lowest score of the last two seasons. Let so, me. Somebody, I don't know what the clubs are in Melbourne, but somebody needs to get him out to one of these clubs and really give him a bit of a hit around the head. Yeah, and, you know, get him back back to Bailey Smith that we know and love. He only had he had a sixty three last year, so one score below seventy one. So chances, I mean, look, it's, bit, it's a bit of Bevo in, too. Yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're harsh on Baz, but there's a bit of Bevo involved. Isn't oh, obviously, it? you got shifted for one CBA. That's just not going to do. That just won't do. Uh, what are what other questions have oh, we got here? Nice from Thomas. Thanks, oh, Tom. thanks, Tom. Appreciate thanks that. Thanks for having you on, guys. If you guys are enjoying the live stream, make sure you yeah. guys have given this video a big thumbs up and you are subscribed. As you can see, we're getting pretty bloody close to uh, hitting oh, our one thousand subscribers. So I don't know how help um, us on your way. I don't know there. how the quality's coming through as well. I, I think um, I'm kind of getting a bit a bit of. Shaky stuff here, but I think maybe that's that's me on YouTube. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll have to look away. What, what are the questions we got? We're getting distracted. Yeah, let's go down. Um, uh, Constable over Stocker. Uh, Constable to Stocker or Sheed to Setterfield. This is a really tough one to me because... Uh, you go and, you got to get, get Setterfield in. You have to get Setterfield in. Do you think he's... 
a must if you're so if well, if you can okay so so let's look at it here so you go you go constable to stocker and let's say you get 80 from stocker yeah yeah you get instead you hold you probably you maybe get 50 from the rookie hopefully yeah there's 30 points the diff- it's the difference now between Sheed, Sheed and Setterfield. And yeah, so what is that? Like, I don't think it's more than 30. Well, at the moment, it's been 30, but Setterfield's been pumping 120s and Sheed's I been... I don't expect so, that to continue. Like, I, so then is it... So then it's not a it's not a this-week decision then, is it? It's a cash it's generation. It's a cash generation. Decision. So I think you're better off going for that cash generation to leave you in good stead for following weeks than you are from going the immediate what's my instant reward. Yes. Um, it's a really tough one because... Uh, what was that? What did are you... we? Oh, oh Tommy, hang thank on you. a sec. Here we go. Tommy, welcome to the club. Thanks we for get... subscribing, mate. I forgot we put that new subscriber thing. Go. I was like, what is, what is that sound? We are... Oh, everyone's, more subscribe. Everyone's jumping on. Rylan. We, we hey. are te- gurus up in here. My days. This is insane. <laughs> so, yeah, need to work. Guys, if you haven't already subscribed, subscribe. You'll get a good shout out on the podcast. This, but, is, uh... this is going to look like an absolute shit show. You and I are over here looking at the <laughs> yeah, screen. Yeah, we look People completely off. There's noises happening. It's This is... Kids in a candy store we are. Look, I think with that, oh, if, if that one see, there... See, this quality is great, can see Mitch's birthday fade. Who <laughs> <laughs> covered that? Who yeah. knew it was your birthday? Did you did you announce oh, that publicly? I didn't actually. Is that a total guess? Because my birthday was two days ago. It I don't know if people was. knew that. Uh, I think Twitter does say something. Happy birthday to Mitch. Yeah, Happy thank birthday you. to you, Mother. Thank you. I, I tried to sneak past work, but then someone added me and uh, it was all birthday central. Um, <laughs> but that Sheed, Constable... Setterfield, I, I, I'd go with your gut on that one. I, I think that there's every chance that Sheed even outscores a, um, you know, someone like a Setterfield this week, and if that happens, it kickstarts his his cash generation. Uh, that's that's a gut test for me. I, I, I really struggle to to split that one. So I think yep. if you've got your own read, I think the safest play is probably to go Setterfield because a lot of people will be doing it. There is still a chance the stocker flops, and if that happens, you're really missing out on something for really? much of the game. Thoughts on Paul McCock? <laughs> oh, he's he's one of the better players in the AFL. Old Paul McCock. Yeah. I think I'm, I think I'll be trading him in next week. He's a yeah. He's <laughs> that's a, great for me. He's a shady little guy, Mart. He's uh someone's so a serious. Someone said Hayden Young up from Constable. So Constable to Hayden Young. Your I, thoughts? Because I'm I'm jaded. I it, when I think, I think about Hayden forgive, Young, we've got to forgive Hayden Young for last week. Well, we do. But when I think about Hayden Young, I think about Nick Dacos. Yeah, but and they're not the same price anymore. Like, well, you can't, you can't, you might not be able to get there. So, okay, so talk to. So why do we forgive? Why do we forgive Young? Talk so to us about that. First possession of the second quarter goes up for intercept mark. Nearly had it, by the way, which would have been great. Yeah, gets nearly knocked out. Spends the next. 20 minutes on the bench in concussion protocol. Comes back onto the uh, field. Thank you, Eddie, for subscribing. Um, comes back onto the field. Immediately gets a negative three. Doesn't get any more points that quarter. So second quarter, he had 26 in the first, negative three in the second. Um, look, I think we've got to forgive him for that knock. It obviously threw him around. But do we give him for his lack of observable first? Because yeah. I can't forgive him for that. He still scored 88 last year. Like with with all what, the, average 88. Yeah, average 88. So with all the lack of observable thirst, he's still close to that top six, and he's someone that he's a good player. He's young. Look, yes, he is. He, he is. He is hated young. <laughs> <laughs> Was that intentional, or did you no, slip into that one? No, I just slipped into that oh, one. But that, um, that look, good. it's it's tough to trade into. Um, but yeah. he might be. He might be. If you can get there, it might not be the worst. But if you can player. get to Nick Dacos, we're ticking that. More. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. I'd definitely rather Which go is only, there. What's the difference? Forty k at the moment. The or difference is, is now yeah forty yeah yeah thirty eight k. Okay, so 
I like that. People referencing the cyclist. Cyclist or Davey on the field for Constable? Uh, I'm going the cyclist in the in the showdown for that one, I reckon. I reckon okay. he'll get up for that. Yep. Okay, think, cyclist. Um, Thanks for that. Question. Uh, Constable, we've touched on that as well. Callahan to Zeebel. Oh, Mike Litterus. That's one of my favourite ones too. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I yeah. like that. Shout out to you. Uh, can't pronounce that name, but yeah, good comment. Uh, Hunter Clark. Hunter Clark is another interesting name, actually. We should touch on him because... Oh, I thought you meant like interesting name from, oh, a, from yeah. a punny. It is an interesting name, but... but uh, well, not really. Uh, but could <laughs> he get, could he get uh, more responsibility with Steel Out? I think so. It's a risky move. What's he priced at? I think he's around that Will Day mark. Let me just quickly look it up. So where does um, that leave you in the long term? But when we talked about Sheezel, Zebel potentially being guys that swing up there, where does that leave him? He's not going to be a guy that stays in your team. I have more faith that he's closer to the top six in a Hunter Clark than I do a Stocker, but there is a 100K difference. So I think that there's probably a more upside in a Hunter Clark than a Stocker. Yeah. Um, so if you've already got Day, if you, if you don't have Day, I'm going him every day of the week, every day of the week. Um, but... Clark could be a sneaky option. I picked him up in draft. I picked him up over a uh, stocker because I think he'll score more. But obviously in classic, he's costing more. So um, if you're bold, I think he could be a, could be a big play. What about uh, trading Rosie? So some people talk about Rosie no, being their only way. No, don't trade Rosie. I think that's a no. Uh, even I mean, we, we're talking about getting in Zebel, but if that's your only way to do it, then I think you're... Um, yeah it's, yeah, it's not he's, the right way to go about it. He's nearly guaranteed to be top six in his line. The yeah. reason I'm okay trading like a McRae is because there's very real questions about him being a top eight. Yeah, the role is um, still there. The role is still, still there. He had, he, had, he had the Hayden Young last week. He had the 20-minute concussion protocol, still came out, hit an 85. Yeah, yeah. So I think, that's I think he's going to be fine. And, and I think he played really well in the showdown last year, so he's got good, yeah. good uh, numbers in that matchup there as well. Any love for Jack Bowes? Uh, no. <laughs> there is no oh, love for Jack Bowes. Don't, don't even worry about uh, 550k. I think you've got options below, options above. Um, his break-even is means that he's going the wrong way in terms of cash. So, no, I'm not going there. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm talking Bowie, actually. Jack oh. Bowes. Oh, I'm talking <laughs> about the wrong player. Um, it's still a no for me, though. Like, yeah, I, I was still a no. Like I wasn't disagreeing yeah. with the no, the no part. But yeah, sixty nine break even. I think he's still someone because um, Stewart was named, wasn't he? That was the other surprise. No, thing. but that's see. Is this he, is why we don't. Was that the Sunday? This is why we don't trust Geelong. Yeah. What is what is yeah, going he's in, on there? He's in the team. Yeah, but um, what? So what does that what does that do to his role? I'd want to watch it. I, I don't want to yeah. go into that blind uh, with it with the bows. So. Um, I don't know. Jolong could put a, pull another fast one on us, and uh, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't want to trust that. Let's maybe hit two more questions, and then we uh, then we'll wrap this up. Wrap it up. Let everyone go. Prep for the footy. That's right. Big Tigers win. What do we got? Is it worth paying up for Caminiti? Caminiti rather than uh, going for a basement Van Ruyen. I, I would be going Caminiti over a, a Van Ruyen. He looked I good last week. Eh? He did. He, he looked more mobile than your standard key forward. It's the kind of game where. When a, a rookie like that plays that kind of game, they buy themselves two or three weeks. I think so. Do you know what I mean? And, and you've, like, you've got the low break even. Yeah. He's guaranteed to go up in price. Yeah. Um, so pay up. So it's 48K, they're, they're saying here is the difference. I think you try to find a way to pay up. I, I think I'd, try, I'd be doing that, yes. Yeah. I, Van, Van Royen, what kind of a, what is he a key position player? He's a key forward, I think. Yeah, so I think I he's, he he's the Max Gordon replacement this week. Okay, he's he's yeah. not going to play any ruck time, I don't think. I think he's just going to be 
the key forward with yeah. uh, Grundy going Playing in there. Playing that role as a, as a young fella too is very difficult. Yeah, I mean, he's in a good team with, with the Demons, but they also do have a lot of other good options to go for. Yeah. Um, so I, You I, haven't I, opened I your second beer. Uh, What's going on here? Mate, oh, hang on. I'm asking too many bloody questions You're here. doing too much talking. I, I better do some talking so you can finish your beer. What do uh, we got? Oh, I just keep coming back to that Paul McCock question. It's, not, it's less of a question, more of a statement, isn't it? <laughs> Thoughts again. <laughs> oh, loving it. <laughs> uh, let's keep going down. What do we got? We got any newies coming through? Going early, but Darcy Parrish, top eight. We'll find a way to get him in next week. Contract year, and he looks. What are your thoughts on? What do you? Th- I, 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 let, let me give my thoughts on. Okay, Parrish. hit me with Darcy Parish. Parish, there, there is every chance. Absolutely, don't get me wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you in the slightest. Darcy, Darcy Parish has the capability to be a top eight midfielder. He, I, to be honest, I think he even has the capability to be a top four fantasy midfielder Oof. in the comp. Do I think he's going to do it this year? No. Am I looking to trading him in? No, because the thing for me is I've always just seen him as a. a this might sound harsh, and I'm, I'm going to get crucified by Essendon fans, but I just see him as a bit of a fair-weather sailor. Thanks, Let's Joseph. Welcome subscribe, aboard, mate. you beauty. Um, I just see him as a bit of a fair-weather sailor, and, and I need to stick to my guns of picking players that I really enjoy watching, that I, I really love the fact that they'll go out, they'll get it done in all aspects every week against all oppositions. And for me, I just don't have the full confidence that Darcy Parrish is that guy yeah. when, when the chips are down that he's going to score the way he does when Essendon are blowing teams out. They, yeah, they've had they had two great matchups so far, and he squeaked out 103 and 107. Um, last game, he has 67% time on ground. You can look at that glass half full, glass yep. half empty. You know, is he is is his time on ground going to drop? I don't think that that's necessarily going to be the case, but I, I'm agree with I agree with you. I, I prefer players that um, you know, even when the game's not on their terms, they yeah. can still you know at least get a decent score. So. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, I reckon let, that'll that'll do it. Let these that people go good. out and yeah. uh, get ready for their. That was trades. good fun. We'll try. Uh, if if people enjoyed being involved, just let us know. We'll try. And I think we had the comments kind of popping up there on the screen, but we'll try and yep. you know get those repositioned and work on a few things, iron out a few of the details. But yep. that was enjoyable. Yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, we'll we'll try and make this a thing. A Friday afternoon beers. So guys, put that into your, your calendar next week. I think we've got daylight savings ending next week as well. Oh, so we? it actually might even be an hour earlier. Yeah, because uh, it's the same beers. time for us. So. We'll tweet that one out over on socials, but if Mitch you guys... might even drink his beers next time. Yeah, oh, I'm talking too much, mate. There's lots bring, of chat about... I bring these beers over. You don't even drink it, any beers. It's not as good as my beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but make bottle. sure you guys give this video a big thumbs up if you enjoyed the live show and uh, subscribe uh, so we can, uh, you know... Get you guys in for more content moving forward. Uh, and uh, have, you, have you got the outro music cue? Yeah, or you, let's, is it let's be get ready. Hopefully, it's the right one. <laughs> but we'll see you guys next time. Enjoy the round, and we'll catch you for the round review next week. Later's. you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.